Welcome to the Bruce Pitcher Podcast, CEO of Larger in Life, the greatest coaching company in the world, once weighing over 400 pounds, and now I've lost over 200 pounds living larger in life. We're going to talk about on this podcast, overcoming, doing things that people would say is impossible, and give you the tools to transformation. So let's get fired up and get pumped on life. Let's go. Well, welcome back to the Bruce Pitcher Podcast, and uh, with my co-host, Corey Efi Sayuli. Yo. Yeah, my one and only, the Fuchin. It's actually, like I've said before, it's me and uh, the Fuchin's podcast, to be honest with you. But today, we are scheduled. We got a guest on here. We have Jeff Cooper, the one and only Jeff Cooper. Obviously, we'll start today with... Uh, Gratitude, Coop. You already know the routine. Coop's an avid listener, like all, of, like you guys that are uh, listeners. So he, uh, you remember a couple weeks ago we sent out the, what did we say to text Coop? I can't even remember. Was it? Uh, but you, I'm ready or something. I'm ready or something like that. Yeah. I'm ready to whoop some butt or something like that. <laughs> That's right. Something like that. But you did it, and it was after. Um, uh, we'll we'll get into what you were doing. But um, so anyways, we'll start with gratitude, Coop. Um, welcome, dude, and uh, share a little bit um, about gratitude right now, man. I am so grateful for the people that I have in my life. Like, Bruce, I've taken your, your, uh, your push. Like, you got to create your surroundings. You got to create the people that are in your life. And I feel like I've done a darn good job at uh, getting people in my life that push me and just make me one better every single day. So I'm grateful for those people. You know, yeah, I think that's really good because actually, you know, speaking of that, and we usually go on a lot of like tangents, obviously, um, but that is that is a very true thing. We've been re- we've been really emphasizing that, especially in coaching, right? LTL, and we've been saying, and it's just not even LTL; it's just everybody that's out there listening. You have to create your own, unless you're just the most popular dude on the planet, like The Rock or something. You're not just going to walk out, and people are going to want to be your friend. You know, that's just the that's just the way it is, and you got to establish that. And you know, like this week, me and Corey are going to the Utah game, and. Um, and in a way, I think Fachin would uh, would agree. I'm I'm very I'm always about like making something happen like that. Like we were the way it like came about. Like I was like, dude, I had to get him his birthday gift and everything else, and we were just like talking, and uh, he's able to pull out some uh, tickets and everything. So it, it was good. It's like made our trip like free. So <laughs> um, it's been it's been good. But I kind of pushed the narrative, and then we ended up inviting another friend. And um, uh, Skyler, that was my best man, actually one of my best men at my wedding. And then we also have touched base with a friend that we hadn't talked to in a long time, too, Richie. Yeah. You know, and it's like, it's just, it's a really fun uh, connection of like building that. And then I'll come right back and I actually have my crew that I go to the cell with, you know, when um, we're all going to Metallica concert. Like, it's crazy. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm the young buck. They're the old people going to Metallica, but that's all right. You know, they're about as old as you, Coop, so that's good. Um, that's this weekend? <laughs> Yeah, that's this weekend. So it's a jam-packed weekend. Coop, if Coop was here, you'd be in. Yeah, Coop. The number one rock song in the world. <laughs> Dude, you would be in, Coop. If you were here, I would say you'd be coming with us. Oh, yeah. Uh, you, you see, I mean, you guys know that. Is it Virginia Tech that does that? Oh, oh yeah. Dude, Enter- I want to go to a game just for that reason. Enter Sandman? 
you got to go search on YouTube, check out Virginia Tech opening song or yeah. whatever, and watch Dude, the video. It's like I actually, I actually have got to find. We need to do that, Machine. We need to take a trip to Virginia Tech, a night game. We got to go <sighs> under the nights and, and Dude, just that that'll entrance. Be, that's the thing. You don't even need to be a fan of them. Like no. just the atmosphere just alone, the experience. And then the other one. Speaking of that, the other one I want to go to is a Penn State whiteout game. Oh, against Ohio State. It might be this year, actually, that against Ohio State. And, actually, there's somebody that has a connection for tickets for that game. For Penn State? Ohio State, but he can get them in Penn State, too. Who's that? So, Damien has a connection. Damien, DM, Ohio State. The, yeah, Damien, <laughs> Damien, Damien, let's go. But if, he, if he pulled those tickets off, I'm in, dude. I don't care. I will go to College Station. That would be an epic game. But um, I'm grateful for that, too, actually. So, I'm grateful for... Um, the experience I'm literally looking forward to this weekend like there's no tomorrow I mean I was just like thinking about it basically I got to get through these two days I know that's bad to say but get through these two days mm-hmm. and then I'm just going to enjoy the game today, the concert tomorrow, oh, three days yeah well today's almost over uh, <laughs> <laughs> I get, kind of 1045 it's almost over <laughs> yeah but um, that's what I'm grateful for. So also, I'm uh, I'm grateful for also experiences uh, with friends and family like you're talking about the Utah game and just uh, you know, kind of back to what Jeff was talking about, surrounding yourself with people that you can have great experiences with and better yourself. So I'm grateful for uh, my friends and my family to share these experiences with. Um, whether they're good or bad, they're always they're always uh, it's it's good in my opinion because you learn from the bad as well. So that's what I'm grateful for. And I'm also grateful that me and Corey solidified that we will win the pickleball tournament in Epic. Just let you know. Yeah, let's just get right into that, Jeff. Um, who is your partner going to be? That's all I want to know. Well. Let's let's say this. I don't have a partner yet. I'm taking applications. Oh, he's taking applications. I have done. I have secured the number one ranked pickleball player in the Midwest Division, Miller's Divisions Division. Oh, oh yeah. And uh, he has agreed to give me and whomever I decide to be on my team. My partner happens to be from St. Louis. We're doing pickleball lessons, bro. I mean, I'm... Wait, number one in the Midwest. Okay, hold on. Let me think about this because I know... So, I know In the Midwest or in the nation? No, just in the Midwest. Or what okay, I'm saying is in St. Louis. I think it's the Midwest. What's so. his name? I didn't give out that information. <laughs> same as Michael. How about that? I mean, I'll just look it up. I'll just look it up. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty familiar with these... Uh, by the way, pickleball... I'm not just going on another tangent, tangent. Just to show you the growth of pickleball... They have just opened up betting for pickleball. That's when you know it's getting serious, guys. It's getting serious. And our boy Kemp is all in. And we need to get, you know what, let's send another message. Kemp, if you want on the podcast, text ready to me and Corey. He, dude, That's how we do it. Bro, he's been ready. <laughs> yeah, I know, but it's just good to do that. It's just good to do that. And then we can lock it down. I feel pretty confident I could just pick. I don't even need to take these lessons. I could probably smoke both of you guys. Well, listen to this guy. Listen <laughs> to this guy. I'm just going to secure it. I'm just going to make sure that, you know, I just push my foot down a little harder on your guy's throat and just, you know, make sure you suffocate and can't breathe. Yeah. We, we, need to put, what kind of, we need to put a wager on this. Yeah, we do need to put a wager I, on this. And you this. know what? I think, I think this wager should include Jeff's team and your team. So the loser, it's going to impact your whole team. With some mm-hmm. kind of crazy workout mm-hmm. or something like that. I'm, I'm, I'm willing to have that discussion, yeah. But, you know, that could be a little let's, bit later. Let's, yeah, we'll open that discussion. Because I know me and Corey are going to dominate. I just saw the way we played together the other night, other day. It was as if we've been playing for 100 years together. Yeah. I mean, we just we just gelled off of each other. I knew where I, I knew the spots I needed to be in. <laughs> 
courts, which he knew the spots he needed to be in. I knew when I needed to deliver a key serve when I when I, when I needed to, and and that's what I did. And um, and Corey got a few aces on some people. Yeah. So Bruce, Bruce told me he's like he's he's like this is what's gonna happen when we play Cooper. Yeah, right now. he lob over this guy. It was perfect. You can have Damien as your partner too. Dad, I, don't, I don't know if, if Damien never listens to this. You know, he's he's about as coordinated as they come. Yeah, that's the, that thought didn't cross my mind. Me and Damien some lessons from the number one ranked player. You know, take care of <laughs> you, your guys' athletic ability of that team is like a box, though. It's like doesn't move. It's just like squares. <laughs> <laughs> oh All right, hold on a second. I do have a question. I've been thinking about this. So I've seen uh, retired jerseys for Corey. I mean, I guess he's like big time. Retired. It's not retired. You know, he's a big time athlete. Corey, I have a question for you. For yeah. all the, the millions and millions of listeners to the Bruce Pitcher podcast, That's right. I would like to hear your analysis of Bruce Pitcher as a, now this has to be honest. You got to be 100% honest. Let's hear about Bruce as an athlete on the football field. I want to hear it. Oh, okay. I'll tell you right now. So Bruce was a greedy guy. He was undersized, obviously undersized. So let me just let me just put a picture for you, okay? This was our starting offensive line my senior our senior year. Our, and I'll give you some some stats just so you can see where he fits in. You tell me if he fits in or not. Okay, for, we're gonna start with our tight end who was a freshman. He was as a freshman started for us as, uh, on our senior year. Six, uh, six, five, six, six, yeah. 285, tight end. Left tackle, 6'4", 300. Left guard was me, 6'3", 300. Right guard, oh, by the way, the tight end and the left tackle both went to the NFL. Right guard, 6'3", uh, 6'4", six, six, 300, went to the NFL. Right tackle, uh, six, Justin Johnson, 6'4", six, 6'5", six, 300, went uh, played D1, and then uh, we all played D1 except for the Fachin, which... Truth be told, had it Not been today, well, no, college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it had it been today, because today's the day and age is different with the way recruiting is, and like everyone's blasts out their videos and highlights stuff. Bruce would have played college, but I'll tell you this: for him as a center, he was smart. He knew exactly what to do. He was a technician. He wasn't the strongest, which you know, compared to the rest of us, was obvious. But he was a technician, and he was where he was supposed to be. Assignment sound. Okay, not a great athlete. But good enough, and, and it worked. Wow, that's your honest opinion, right there. And I always just went hard every week. I had to fight for my starting job. Yeah, just like everybody today. attacked my starting. Everybody was like on the offensive line. They knew they couldn't take those other guys' job, but everyone gunned for me. Like the underclassmen everywhere was like, "All right, I'm going to try to take this job." Even some of the guys your age, yeah, our, our age, our, your our age, and then the other ones. And they were like, "I'm going to steal his job." But I'll tell you this though, you know, you know Bruce, right? You, everyone knows Bruce. Like you, you, you're around him, you love him. So our starting, the other four, we all were were like gung ho on this guy because we knew he'd give everything he had. He'd be all in. So like, honestly, our whole offense, our whole starting line was like Bruce is the guy, and so. I mean, he was good. He was, he's just that guy. He, he was perfect. You guys saw him put in the work. And oh, yeah. It's, somebody putting in the work, you want to go to bat for him. You want, you got oh, yeah. Yeah. Dude, he worked hard. Like, just like he does now, like, he worked hard. So it was nothing different. All right. Well, I, I don't know what I was expecting, but Bruce, that's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Coop. I mean, dude, I, the one thing that I do regret is I didn't lift the weights the way that I lifted now. And if I lifted, we've talked about it, if I lifted and trained the way I train now um, with with the technique and just getting after it, I for sure would have been 
um, a lot better off. That's for sure. Because I wasn't, I didn't hit the weights very good at all. That's let's, one thing. Let's be honest. Our whole team pretty much didn't. We all yeah, were yeah. just kind of naturally I mean, got gifted. Yeah, back then it was just a little bit different. We were yeah. doing the bigger, faster, stronger program, and so it was just basically deadlift, clean, and bench and That's squat. It. And that was it. You know, now it's just changed. It's changed so much. Yeah. Um. So. But, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, when we saw somebody clean. It's crazy because. Now, when I when we used to see somebody clean one thirty five, we we're like, oh. Well, memory was all, so it was all by color, and so when you saw somebody do the red and yellow, yeah. you're like, oh, which was only like one eighty five. Yeah. Now but, it's like now I can go do that in the workout. I can yeah. rep that out like no problem. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but. Well, good. Well, um, Coop, let's dive into it, man. Um, one of the biggest reasons we want to bring you on today is because you've done a lot of like getting uncomfortable situations first of all give everyone a little background of where you came from how we kind of meant stuff and like your transformation journey first yeah up to this in. point up to this point yeah 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 so uh like nine or ten years ago <clears throat> i'm sitting on my couch with the tub of ice cream in my hand i'm watching extreme weight loss you know i, I watched david's episode i just kept on eating ice cream i mean it was cool but it didn't inspire me as much as bruce's episode did when i saw bruce's episode i was like damn i i identify with that guy man and i tell you what the very next day i uh well i finished eating that ice cream by the way <laughs> the very next day i walked into a crossfit gym uh, after work one day walked in had my suit and tie on and uh Somebody walked up to me, showed me the ropes, and ever since then, I, I lost 50 pounds of fat my first year at CrossFit Extra Mile. Shout out. Best deal in the world. Uh, and I haven't looked back ever since. So uh, I, I think David uh, Rushing got me, I was on a trip to Arizona. I said, man, hook me up with Bruce, bro. Let's go. Uh, I, need, I need to go to the cell and get a workout in with this guy. And as I remember that workout, I mean, it started with some running. I was like, yeah, I'm smoking Bruce. Like, <laughs> this is, I, I, I mean, I hate running, but I can run. But then we had to come in and do deadlifts. I forget how much it was. It wasn't a ton. It was like 185 or something. But it was, you know, for me, that's a decent amount. And I'm like doing one, two, three. Bruce is like, one, two, three, four. I mean, he's like doing speed <laughs> deadlifts. And, you know, then he put me to shame. But, uh yeah, so that's the first time we met in real life in person, and then uh, it's like uh, you know most people when they meet Bruce is like you blow instantly, and uh, yeah, we haven't looked back ever since. Started coaching for uh, the greatest coaching program in the world, and uh, yeah, we're crushing life together, baby. Yeah. So what's the what was your heaviest you've ever been? Two thirty nine. Two thirty nine. Okay. Thirty nine. Yep. Yeah, now I try to walk around at like 190-ish. I oh, man, so that's a good chunk of weight. 185 to 190, yeah. Well, and Coop, back then, like that 239 was like a 300-pound person, though, because like you had a hard time like walking to meetings and stuff, dude. Didn't you like wash you? Because not like I don't think you told me or, or David told me. He was like, dude, Coop was in bad shape, man. <laughs> I was. So I had that. I have to get up and give like financial presentations in front of important people sometimes. So I got my suit and tie on and my guts hanging over and I've got my pants. Like I, I'm wearing my pants. They're way too small. My guts hanging over. I'm trying to suck in and I can't breathe. And you're trying to give a presentation and you have no air and it's just uh, you're sweating. 
Yeah, walking around like that just freaking terrible, you know? Yeah, yeah. You know what's amazing to me is, I mean, 240 might not sound like a lot to some people, but you know your body, right? And so for you, that was something like, okay, this is not good on my body. Where some people are probably like, oh, yeah, it's only, you know, what, 50, 60 pounds, whatever you lost. But, hey, it, it the number, obviously the number, right? You check numbers for most people, but... You, it's just about being healthy, right? Overall healthy. And if that's losing 50 pounds, 10 pounds, 5 pounds, 100 pounds, whatever it is, it's different for everybody. So I just want to make sure I put that out there in case people are like, oh, Jeff was only 240. That's a, that's a big thing for you. Well, let me, let me point this out too. Jeff, how many times did you actually lift and stuff at that point? Uh, not really much. Ever, right? Ever, right? Did you, you, you weren't familiar with the gym very much at all, right? Well, I mean, I probably had... Some memberships to Planet Fitness over a year, but I would go like once a year. Yeah, yeah. So, so basically, it was like somebody just walking in. That that's what's crazy. But also, I want to point out, and not to say like you're old or anything, Jeff, but tell them when that age was that you started, though, because I think a lot of people are like, "Oh man, it's just too late for me." You know what I mean? Like you ha- you were out of shape, you hadn't been lifting at all, you haven't been doing crazy things. But now uh, we'll get into the stuff you're doing now. But I mean, how old were you? Forty two, right? I was 40, yeah, 42-ish, thereabouts. So it's never too late. Dude, that's what I'm saying. And I'm 52 now, and I tell you what, uh, so we just did Grace at the gym last week, and if you don't know what Grace is, it's 30 cleaning jerks at 135. And uh, at 52 years old, I just did the fastest Grace of all my previous 10 years of doing Grace at 52 awesome. years old. So, I mean, I'm getting faster. And when we do, uh, you know, our benchmark wise, I mean, I guess at some point in time, I'm going to get so old that I'm going to start going downhill, but that won't be for a while though. That that won't be this day. No, the thing is though, you can, the thing is Coop, you're shaping yourself up to be able to be like we said with Ken on coaching the other day at 90, 95 years old to live and still be able to go do a 5k. You know what I mean? That's what that's what you're setting yourself up for. And I think it's really important for a lot of people to hear that Coop at that age got started, you know, on his transformation journey. I mean, me and Corey aren't even that old yet when he got started. No, just kidding, Coop. But um, uh, just just like, but but it's just like, that's amazing. But let's, t- let's dive into it a little bit more too. Coop, what else have you done that's been extraordinary? Now, you've done like run a mile and how many burpees would you come back and do? And you did 26 miles? So, yeah, so... Um, my first, so when you're in this journey, you're doing, uh, the same stuff every day. I mean, you're trying to get a win every day. You're trying to hit your water. You're trying to hit your cows. You're trying to hit your protein. You're trying to get a workout in all. I call that mastering the mundane. You know, everybody wants it all to be exciting, but really if you can master the mundane on the daily stuff that it really takes that getting down in the trenches, and take care of that on a consistent basis, I mean, you're going to crush. But for me, uh, and probably most people, doing mastering the mundane gets kind of boring. So, I mean, it goes back to surrounding yourself with people. You see people like you doing crazy stuff. I Other people at my gym doing crazy stuff. And you're like, man, what can I do? I, like, I want to try something new. So the very first thing that I did is uh, I got I talked a bunch of my friends into doing this with me. I think I had maybe ten or fifteen people that did varying lengths of, of running a marathon around a track. So and after every mile, we did twenty six burpees. So you run a mile, you run four laps, do twenty six burpees, put one tick mark on the whiteboard, 
go run four more laps and do 20. And so we did that for a marathon. That was the first crazy thing I did. I think I've done a thousand burpees in one sitting. Uh, I rocked the marathon with a 40 pound vest on. Uh, and then this past year, I'm trying to think of other things that I can do. I'm like, all right, I'm turning 52. <laughs> let's let's freaking run 52 miles, baby. One year for every year I've been alive. Well, hold on a second. What's a double marathon? It's 52.4. So, you know, we got to add an extra point four on the end of there just to say I can, I've done a double marathon. Become an ultra, an ultra runner. You can legit say you're an ultra runner now. I don't feel like an ultra runner, but you know what? We freaking got the job done, baby. Dude, it's like a. It's like, are we talking to David Goggins over I here? Know, I mean, come on, man. Are we talking to Goggins over here? You know what I mean? That, but that's amazing, Coop, because it's like you're. Con- it's it's more than just like. I just love that you're embodying the uh, the lifestyle of like you know the we we talk a lot about it in larger in life of like lifestones and and experiences and legacy and you're building a legacy right now with what you do you know and and it's not all fitness too because you do things of like off bucket list too of like going to a small house you know that you just did little experiences too of of besides just fitness but also doing something that actually wouldn't be that you haven't done to put on your life resume right yeah bruce i I learned that concept from you bro and you're not even using the right word so this is the right word you ready yeah Life resume. Yeah, life resume. Life resume. And, you know, you think about, like, this past year when we went to Park City for Epic. We went a little bit early. We went to Zion National Park. We hiked the Narrows. If you haven't been to the Narrows at Zion, it's one of the top five hikes in the world. Uh, I'll tell you what, it was freaking awesome. We went to Bryce Canyon. Tick that off the list, baby. We don't have stuff like that in St. Louis, Missouri, man. Um, there any chance... You get, to, in my opinion, experiences. I, you know, you can go buy all the fancy cars, try and keep up with the Joneses and have the great houses. For me, uh, I, maybe I'm just old, I don't know, but I'm in a place where it's about life experience, adding stuff to my life resume and doing it with the people that I love and care about. Yeah, you, you know, when exactly. You're, when you're deathbed, who cares if you had a, you know, the big 5,000 square foot house? Who cares? Yeah. Exactly. Well, and that, you know, honestly, that's why me and Corey actually were, were going to the game mainly on Thursday is that very reason. Cause it literally, it came about, we were going to, we had a plan like to kind of just watch it at house. Then we got lifting and I got talking remember, and I was just like, dude, when are we ever going to get opening college football basically on a Florida. Thursday night, With yeah, Thursday Florida. night game and Florida in town. And we've never gone to Utah, like under the lights opening. We've been to under the lights, but opening night, it's going to be electric. It's Utah's one of their best teams that they've ever had. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why don't we, dude, when are we going to get another opportunity to do it again? You know, and, and it was like, we're going to do it. And Metallica coming. And you're exactly right, Coop. And, and it, we're not saying maybe like you want five cars, big houses, whatever your desire is. And, and Gary uh, V, Gary Vanderchuk's trainer said it best, right? He said, he said, hey, that guy's the hardest working person I've ever seen. But he's like, I don't want to work that hard to have that life like my life i want to do what you said i want to be able to go on a trip and enjoy i want to go enjoy with my family i'll go enjoy with my kids if you want to get to gary v and what he does with the money and stuff those kinds of things are just i mean to be honest with you they just don't happen you know what i mean like if we were to say like to him what's some of the experience he might be able to say oh i've been to 
Saudi Arabia or some crazy or you know those country. What's the country that's way nice? Maybe not Saudi Arabia. Oh, Dubai. Dubai. <laughs> Saudi Arabia. <laughs> Saudi Arabia. Was I was thinking not of Aladdin, great. but you know what I mean. But, <laughs> but I mean, unless you want oil. Yeah, but anyways, it's just like, and maybe he's done those things. But I, I wonder if I went up and asked him, dude, you ever spent a time with your friends going to a Raider game? You know, like that kind of thing. And he'd probably be like. No, I don't have time for that. Like, this is what I do. And and I'm like, okay, well, I work hard. I'm not going to say you work harder than me. Like, it's all just up in the air of, like, working hard, right? Like, I, I really do believe that. And I think it gets too twisted in this world of, like, what is really hardworking and grinding to compared to what it really is. You know, like, okay, it's it's more of what you want. You know what I'm saying? Right. You have to choose your lifestyle. And if that's working hard and not doing anything fun, I mean, that's – I mean, everybody doesn't really think about it. What's the name? Steve Jobs. Yeah. When he died, when he died, what did he say? He said he regretted not doing more things with his family and living his life. And like I, again, if that's how you live, that's no knock on you. That's your choice. Everybody's got different choices. But I think for us three here, we value experiences, which you know is great for us. I don't want to be stressed when I'm going to the game on Thursday of like, oh my gosh, am I missing a work call? Am I get missing an opportunity to make a thousand dollars here because I'm not mm-hmm. doing sales? I'm not posting this. Am I going to be like? You know what I mean? I don't want that. You know what I mean? I don't want that kind of life. I want to experience it and be able to die because... It was balanced though, right? Because you still got to work hard to get to have fun. I had to work hard to get to that game. Right. You know what I mean? It's not like we just didn't work and we're going to go to the game. We had to work hard to get that moment, you know? And, And it's just so important because like you just said, Coop, when I die, Corey's not going to be like, oh, dude, you remember... uh, I remember we were cruising around your... 86 El Camino, even though that actually might be a story. <laughs> that is a story. Yeah, but Paintball, that's another day. But um, but it's just like he's gonna remember, dude. Remember when we went to that uh game? Because when we always talk, dude, about memories, dude, we, we go all the way back to our senior year in high school, last football game. Remember when we were sitting in the locker room, me and you were just chilling, or when we went to Hawaii and everybody else, everyone else was all in the hotel room. Me and Corey were like, we're going to freaking the beach, the beach. right now, pounders. Pounders. Man. And but that's what it's about, and we bring up those things. And the same thing with you, Coop. Here we are. We briefly touched on your weight loss, but we're talking about the experiences that you've done of of life and stuff too. So touch on more stuff, Coop, on like uh, experiences and everything. What you believe in transformation? Yeah, you know what? And, and all these things that we're talking about, they don't happen on accident. That Utah game just didn't happen. Like my fifty-two point four miles didn't just happen. We scheduled that crap. We, we worked it out. I tell you what, at the beginning of the year, I work out my goals. And I work them out by quarter. My first quarter, second quarter, third quarter, fourth quarter, fourth quarter. Well, I had this on the fourth quarter. And I actually, or the third quarter in August, I actually picked a date. I picked a weekend. I have a calendar in my kitchen. It's a big-ass calendar on the wall. I wrote that down on the, on the wall. And at the beginning of the year, I forgot about it. I'm like, okay, I scheduled that out. I told a whole bunch of friends I was going to do it and uh, ro- tried to rope a bunch of people into doing it. And, of course, that part, everybody says, oh, yeah, of course, I'll do it. I'll, of course, yeah, sure, I'll do the whole thing with you. And, uh, you know, the year goes along. August gets here. It's like somebody asked me at the gym, hey, when's that run you're doing? I'm like, oh, crap, yeah. Oh, man, that's an, <laughs> that's coming up here in, like, less than a month. Less than a month. And... Uh, once you schedule it, when you schedule the football game, when you buy the tickets, when you write it down in your calendar, when you tell people about it, it becomes real. Like, I can just say, oh, yeah, I'm going to run 52.4 miles later this year. And, okay, I mean, 
How many times have I said that in my life? I'm going to do something, and then it never happens. You got to schedule that crap and make it happen. Tell as many people as you want. One of the thing that I learned the most in that in doing that run, I tried. I mean, I, I was pushing hard. I did it around a track on purpose, a high school track, and I roped as many of my friends in to come in as I could. And somebody, I, nobody has to run all those miles with me. Although one person ran the whole time along with me. Shout out, Dario. And uh, some people walked one lap. Some people walked one mile. Some people ran a 5K. Some people did 20 miles. Some people did 30 miles. A lot of people did more miles than they ever have done in their whole entire life. And I, it was pretty awesome because I had a whiteboard there. And if you showed up, your name was going on the whiteboard. And then for every mile that you ran, you had to put a little tick mark next to it. And uh, it was pretty cool. So I had 42 people show up throughout the day. And people did varying degrees. One mile. That's awesome. Up to 52.4 miles. I tell you what, Bruce, um, although he wasn't there because he was in Arizona on another side of the country, he was kind of there, sort of, because I don't know what mile I was at. I had like five miles to go or something. And I think I put something out on social media like, gosh dang, you guys, send help. Like, I'm, I'm hurting. I'm in trouble. And uh, unbeknownst to me, Bruce calls our boy Damien and it's dark outside. So I thought I was, so I, I started at 6 a.m. in the morning. I thought I was going to be done around 7 p.m. Well, I miscalculated a little bit. I didn't do <laughs> 10:30 p.m. Ooh, that's a long day. Hey, that body starts. That body starts telling you a lot of things when you start to get certain miles. I all of a sudden I see a couple people running at me, and somebody's got a headlamp on their forehead. I couldn't tell who it was because they were blinding me, and I could tell they they had energy. They were bringing the energy. It was uh, Damian and Mason from First Form. And awesome. Mason was there earlier in the day. He brought the first four big rig truck, off the horn in the parking lot, brought me all kinds of good treats. But I had like five miles to go, and they brought the energy. He's like, Coop, Bruce told me. He called me. He, he said, you need to go out there and save Coop. You need to go take care of business. He needs help. <laughs> Damien just got back from like an eight-hour car ride, and he's like, all right, I'm on it. And Damien was right there and ran the last, I don't know, how five miles with me and uh it was freaking amazing at the end of that we finished and i I didn't know how many people showed up at that point in time and now i know it's for it was 42 people that came and ran varying lengths with me and another so it was i might have this wrong i think it was 390 miles together all together with people that were there and then we had some people in ltl ran miles uh virtually i'll tell you what um, what I learned that day is not that you know you can put one foot in front of the other and accomplish hard things. What I learned that day is how important relationships are in this life. I have uh, uh, I love investing in people. I love gassing people up. Like when your friends do something cool, freaking let the world know about it. Gas him up, like hell yeah, Bruce. You know, Bruce that lists on five forty-five. Like, yeah, let's go, baby. Come on, man, you know, gas him up. And I had people come and gas me up. 
that day. And what was incredible is I did not, I, how many laps did I do? 210 or 311 laps? I did not run one of those laps by myself because people were there supporting me, you know, doing however many laps with me. You know, it, it wasn't important whether they were running with me, walking with me, uh, showing up for a little bit. I had my fifth grade teacher showed up and she she didn't run a lap, but she bought me some Gatorade and a couple uh, energy bars. You know, it was just freaking awesome. It's like, man, I am really surrounded by amazing people. And, you know, I've, I've built this through the concepts and the things that Bruce Pitcher has taught me. Like, you got to create this environment. If I had to go run that by myself, I'm going to be honest. I don't know if I would have made it. Yeah, dude, I don't, I don't know if very many people are doing it by I mean, myself. David Goggins might be the only one. Yeah. Cameron Haynes. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I would trust me, I would have given it every freaking thing I had. And I would, I, I mean, I don't know. I feel like I would have made it, but gosh dang. Yeah, made course. it a lot easier. But it just makes it worth, you know. Yeah, that's so awesome, man! Congratulations, by the way. So it took you start at six thirty a.m. Six a.m. Six a.m. and finished at ten thirty p.m. <laughs> Dude, that is a long day. That's a long day. Man. Kudos to you, man. That's awesome. Not the well, that's in the world, but we got the job done, baby. And and I love that you just touched on relationship. It's just like because that's been our main goal this year. You know, it, it's crazy how it's changed for us. You know what I mean, Coop? Because 2023, we had so many fitness goals, right? Like, I think all of us, and it's not that we've ignored those and we're like, screw it, but you have all these goals that everybody writes down. They have all these fitness goals and financial goals and all these things, and they're really good stuff. But I think over time with some of the talks we've heard and the things we've been emphasizing on LTL, and we've lost people like in LTL and we've almost lost people in LTL. I think it really was an eye opener for our entire group and just us as our goals have changed this year of like, hey, the most important thing is relationships. And we've 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 just emphasized um what we've really been emphasizing this year, I think especially, is don't take one day for granted. You know, and, and we've been just emphasizing, emphasizing it, zoom after zoom after zoom, um check-ins after check-ins after check-ins. Don't take one day for granted because you don't know what it is. Why do you tell people you care about them? Why do you tell people when tragedy happens or something happens for a week or two and then you just, oh, you know what? It's a, and then everyone says, well, it's human nature. We'll get comfortable again. No, change up the human nature. Make it, make it so it is. So, um, yeah, so I think, it's, uh, I think it's just if you're taking one thing from this podcast, I think that's one of the things that uh, you want to emphasize. If you're struggling or whatever else is out there, Find somebody, build each other up, gasoline them up, like uh, Coop said. Like I know me and Corey do it all the time, and, it, and, it, and it's the kind of people you want to go to to the gym with, you know. Like find people like that. Like when me and me and Fuchin, we go to the gym and lift, you know. We always say like, you know, I mean, I just hang by my nuts for two minutes, you know, two seconds, but you know what I mean. But you know, sorry for listening, but that's just kind of our gym phrases, you yeah. know. And, and it's just like we get fired up and um, we feed off each other. We're never like. I'll say this about me and Corey. We're never negative to each other in the gym. Like, if one guy is feeling it, like, and the other guy's not, it, it doesn't mean we bring each other down. Like, if Corey's feeling it, I'm like, yeah, you got it, Fachin, you got it. And some days I'm feeling a little bit more than he is, and he's yeah. like, you got it, Fachin, you got it, we got it. You know, and it's just, it's it's awesome. Yeah, so. it is. Um, so, Jeff, I want you, I want, uh, 
I want you to leave the people that are listening. So if you're new and listening to the podcast, this is Jeffrey Cooper, one of the awesome coaches for LTO Coaching. Um, just finished a 52-miler with dropping knowledge bombs and awesome, awesome insight. What would you leave, and it could be anything, one, two, three, whatever you, you think off the top of your head, what would you leave with somebody today who's listening to first, for the first time or just getting into their transformation what piece of advice would you give to them, or even for those who, are, who have been listening for a while? What, what's something that you want to leave with people that uh, would help them moving forward and kind of keep them on the, on the, on the tracks? Yeah, well, I, I would first say, uh, forget all the social media nonsense of everybody telling you to, to, to balance balls on your head and spin around and you know do all the crazy stuff. I mean, if you're struggling just to get off, off the freaking couch and, and just do a workout, I mean, give me freaking five minutes. Walk around the neighborhood, walk around the damn cul-de-sac, do that, and then we can build on that. I mean, if you, it, I'll tell you what, even if you can't get out of bed, Bruce taught me this one. I, I have a few of my people, including myself, that do this. DDPY yoga, it's, they literally have uh, stuff that you can do yoga in bed like you literally can't even get out of bed you could do DDPY yoga uh you know you don't have to go from zero to a hundred heck i've gone from zero to a hundred five hundred times in my life and i've blown it every single time up 40 pounds down 40 pounds up 40 pounds down 40 pounds screw all that take it slow do one little baby step at a time you don't have to light the world on fire but to go slow let's go permanent hold the freaking line baby Love it. Love it, Coop. Well, thanks, man. Um, we'll have you on again, Coop, for sure. Dude, this is how fast time flies. This was like 40 minutes already. Hey, Bruce, uh, I'm going to say one more thing. Yeah. Uh, to the people that are listening, go to Facebook, and I want you to search for a group called Living Larger Than Life. If you're not a part of that, that is a, a free, 100% free group that a lot of people in our coaching group belong to. People share their gratitude every day. They share their experiences. Like if you're going through something and you have a struggle that you're going through, I promise you there are other people in that group that are having the exact same struggle. They can help you. They're there to support you. And we can do life together. You know, life is meant to be done with people. And uh, that group is freaking awesome. awesome. I like awesome. the plug. What's, you. what's your, uh, what is your Instagram, Facebook, Coop? Uh, Jeffrey.m.cooper. Yeah, and you'll get Jeff always talking on his walking. He gets his walks in every day. He'll be talking. He'll be dropping knowledge all the time. So, um, and if you ever want to work with Jeff on larger in life coaching, just let me know. Let him know, and uh, we'll get you signed up. Yeah, I, I tell you what, we'll get your life back. If you're in a place where you feel like you're helpless, I promise you. Like I know my own name, we will get your freaking life back. Yeah, that's right. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Awesome. Well, thanks, Coop. Um, this was great, and um, until next time, likes do it, Cora. I can't do it. Comment, like, subscribe. There we go. Boom. <laughs> Leave a right. review. See you guys. We're out. All right, see you, boys.